0: My friends is andy and hedia coming to you live from orange county california sorry i took your no it's your, okay your new role
1: it's nice when you do it yeah
0: now what else <laughs> go to, go Re- to resurrect ministry.com that's where you'll find our content on all of our shows you want to subscribe or you want to uh, send us an email let us know what it is you think of the the podcast or the shows that you're watching Maybe you have a question or a prayer request. You're going to go there. Uh, there's a place to donate. Also, if you want to partner with us on these broadcasts that we're doing, uh, just started a new show called the Fearless Man podcast, which I do just like this one where we go live on all the different platforms of Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, and uh, Rumble. Uh, but then the audio gets turned into a podcast Yay. just like this one. Um, you know, Yes. You this is and our last day on Smith Wigglesworth. Uh-oh. You know, in the future, mm-hmm. in the future, we're going to have to have a, a bigger, like, I don't know if we, you want to call it a celebration or, or something, but we should be doing something big for we the last.
1: Are. We're having a party. Oh, we're having a worship at our house. Yes. But we
0: can't live stream that.
1: Why? After the worship, you can?
0: Oh, maybe I can just live stream the talking part. Yeah. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so uh, just so you guys know, I was thinking about broadcasting our worship tomorrow, but um, because the music we're using has um, uh, Copy. rights, uh, you know, copyright issues, um, the social media platforms will shut us down and cause us grief. So yeah, so I may have to do that. Okay. Do it on the, on the talking part. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this is our last one for Smith Wigglesworth. Are you sad? <gasps>
1: A little. I we, love we, Smith.
0: He kind of built a relationship with Smith. Yes. It was hard to, to really buy into all of his healing. I think that's what I remember most about yeah. my time with Smith is he did a lot of healing.
1: He did. He was miraculous.
0: I don't know why people just filled didn't, with miracles. Just didn't pay him like a doctor's wage just for the healing. But it doesn't work. Priceless. Yet. Probably wouldn't work. No. If you started getting paying, paid for it, it just would just go away. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Such power. Hey Marcos, nice to see you, buddy. How are you? Oh,
1: we didn't we weren't when we were counting. We forgot Marcos and his wife are coming too.
0: Oh, them too. I didn't forget Marcos. We didn't didn't. forget
1: you, but we weren't you weren't (laughs) in the count that we did yesterday. We're counting how many people are coming. It's a little more than we expect if everybody shows up. Oh. But we're excited.
0: And I tell you, we have another person coming. Yeah. Aldo couldn't come. Okay. He's, He's going to Universal Studios. Uh, But Mimi's uh, cousin is coming, Sylvia. Who's Mimi? Mimi, you know Mimi. You know Mimi. Hi, Jan. Hey, Jan, nice to see you. Okay, let's go to the devotional. All right. (laughs) You're done? You're Mm -hmm. done with this? Just this uh, this small talk? Yeah. All right. Go to the devotional. Our our final Smith Wigglesworth devotional. uh, July 16th. A door of utterance. The reference is Ephesians 6, 19 through 20, which says, Pray that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now that's, is that Paul speaking? That's Paul. Okay. Uh, Scripture reading is Acts 26, 1 through 29. Hedy will be reading that shortly. Smith says in this devotional, uh, Paul felt, as we do, the need for utterance. Utterance. He had plenty of language, but he wanted utterance. We can have inspiration, operation, tongue, mind, heart. We need all these. God works through these in this divine order to give forth the truth most needed for the time. But the supreme need of the hour is prayer for utterance. Paul and his helpers were men sent forth by the power of the Holy Spirit, but without anointing, they they could not open the door or give forth the right word for the hour. Paul and his helpers were unequal to the need. Was this an indication that something was out of order, Hedia? No.
1: You're out of order.
0: No. We are all dependent on the Holy Spirit to breathe through us. How can we live in this place, reliant on omnipotent? omnipotent power it is by the spirit of the lord giving vent speaking through us it is not an easy thing god said to david it is good that the desire is in your heart but that will not do for us who live in the latter latter days when god is pouring forth his spirit and rivers of power are available at our word we need to live by mark 11 22 through 23 have faith in God. Mm. Whoever believes will have whatever he says. Let God arise. Let God breathe his Holy Spirit through your nature, through your mm. eyes and tongue, the supernatural in the natural for the glory of God. God raised Paul for this ministry. What was the means? Jesus said, by faith in me, the faith of God. Thought for today. Apart from this living breath of the Spirit, the message is ordinary and not extraordinary. What do you think he means by that? Apart from Meaning
1: his... if it without the spirit, it's an ordinary message. It's not extraordinary. The spirit oh. is what makes it extraordinary.
0: Oh my gosh. I had it the other way around. I thought he was saying that the message from the spirit was ordinary, not extraordinary. Uh, no. In other he's words, saying, saying that it, if you're in it all the time, it. it's going to be part of your life. That's why I was thinking that maybe. Could... Oh,
1: no. He's saying apart from it, meaning okay. without it. Yeah. He speaks like this. It's kind of a weird expression when he says, "It is by the spirit of the Lord giving vent," meaning like making way. <laughs> well, see, see. Why did you say that? See that? Andy's just always joking around. Of course, you count. I just forgot you in a count.
0: <laughs> We've counted you before. It was yes, just not yesterday. Um, so, from the devotional, is there anything that jumps out of you? Uh, jumps out at you right away?
1: Uh, I I think it's just kind of a summary of the past couple devotionals about mm. how we need to be uh, fixed on being in the spirit and that how our words change, our actions change. Everything that we do changes when it's touched by the spirit and that in the old days, they had to wait for God's word when we now can speak god's word when we're in the spirit
0: now i had to look up utterance because to me utterance sounds like almost to me it, it reminds me of mumbling oh <laughs> no but it's more than that i mean the thesaurus says remark comment word expression statement observation declaration pronouncement are some of the utter uh, well, some of the, the words found in thesaurus
1: Remember we had that discussion about what are the exemptions to hearsay evidence in court. Mm. It's a excited utterance at the time mm. of death. So it's like, it's an expression that didn't necessarily come from thought, but that was just declared. Just mm. It just comes forth. So it actually has a little bit more power than just more, a statement. More truth. To it. Right. I mean, at least that's the way the courts even determined it.
0: And those few times I don't know, maybe five times I had a dying declaration where somebody was dying. I, I always had to get really close. It's just like the movies. And
1: oh go, really? What,
0: what what did you say? And I don't I don't mean to feed make my I need mean, to make fun of this. this is like this is a long time ago, so they're long dead. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> is it somehow better. Feed my, feed my cat.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> or like get smart. Get smart. And the guy goes <clears throat> and get smart goes. What? I can't hear you. I can't understand what you're saying. And he gets closer and he gets closer. He goes your knee is in my chest and it really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but yeah, I always had to get really close to somebody when they had their, oh. their spontaneous utterance. Wow. Of, uh, and was whatever. it
1: usually profound?
0: No, usually no. it was uh, like gangbangers. You'd say, Hey, tell me who killed you. And they go, I ain't effing t- telling you anything. Uh, and then that, they that die. The- and oh. yeah, and I go, bro, I, I was telling you, you're going to die. And then they would die. But in most cases, uh, dying declaration says Cindy,
1: yes, yeah,
0: yes. Um, but yeah, the couple times that, that I don't know that anybody ever told me who their killer was before they died.
1: Oh, really? Because they just wanted to torture you on their way out, <laughs> it
0: wasn't because you're me. me. No, no, but oh, it yeah, the, 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 yeah, the gangbangers, yeah, right? yeah. It was like one guy I just got done talking to, uh, he was standing there, and I got, I was, I was giving him a hard time because he was standing on a corner where we know they deal drugs. And uh, he and he was young. He was like 16. Aww. And I was saying, Bro, you know, you got to go home. Hey, you know, once you go home, and do your homework. Once you find something to do that <laughs> do other than standing here on this corner, do something with yourself. Uh, you're standing here. Uh, I know what you're waiting for. And uh, you're going to get yourself killed. I drove away. I wasn't more than two blocks away. And I got a call on the radio that said, uh, Respond to the corner of Orangewood and uh, Mountain View. It's
1: terrible.
0: Um, there was just a shooting just occurred and a man mm-hmm. on the ground. And I get there and the same kid was on the ground. And that was, I was talking trying to talk to him and I asked him who shot him, and he said he wouldn't tell me because I'm not gonna tell you. I think I think they don't believe they're gonna die.
1: Ah, uh, well,
0: yeah. I he mean said, yeah. It's risky. Yeah. What does that have to do with the devotional head?
1: I don't know. You this squirrel.
0: Had <laughs> <laughs> to do it with an utterance. Utterance. Yes. Uh, but I think where uh Smith kind of brings it to a little bit more of an attention grabber here is that he mm-hmm. says, we can have inspiration, operation, tongue, mind, heart. We need all these. Yeah. It's God works list. through these in his in this divine order to give forth the truth most needed for the time. But the supreme need of the hour is prayer for utterance. Right, <laughs> dear Lord, give me utterance. Yes, yeah. deep. I may ask for utterance now. and now, now I know a little bit more about it because of your brilliant really teaching. Did I teach anything? Yeah, you helped remember. me with my discussion. Oh, okay. I, I have a feeling we need to go to the scripture.
1: I love this passage of scripture, so I was going to suggest the exact same thing.
0: Acts twenty-six, one through twenty-nine. You know what's funny? What Anaheim Police Station is twenty-six. That's our station number. So Acts twenty six one through twenty nine.
1: This is when Paul has finally made it to King Agrippa to plead his case because he's on trial for death by the Pharisees and um, rebellion against the the state, and so he gets to give his testimony, and it's it's beautiful. Then Agrippa said to Paul, "You have permission to speak for yourself." So Paul motioned with his hand and began his defense. King Agrippa. I consider myself fortunate to stand before you today as I make my defense against all the accusations of the Jews, and especially so because you are well acquainted with all the Jewish customs and controversies. Therefore, I beg you to listen to me patiently. The Jewish people all know the way I've lived ever since I was a child, from the beginning of my life in my own country and also in Jerusalem. They have known me for a long time and can testify, if they are willing, that I conform to the strictest sect of our religion, living as a Pharisee. And now it is because my hope in what God has promised our ancestors that I'm on trial today. I love the way he says that promised our ancestors based on prophecy. Mm -hmm. This is the promise our 12 tribes are hoping to see fulfilled as they earnestly serve God day and night. King Agrippa, it is because of this hope that these Jews are accusing me. Why should any of you consider it incredible that God raises the dead? I too was convinced that I ought to do all that was possible to oppose the name of Jesus of Nazareth. And that is just what I did in Jerusalem. On the authority of the chief priests, I put to death. I put many of the Lord's people in prison. And when they were put to death, I cast my vote against them. Many a time I went from one synagogue to another to have them punished. And I tried to force them to blasphemy. I was so obsessed with persecuting them that I even hunted them down in foreign cities On one of these journeys, I was going to Damascus with the authority and commission of the chief priests. About noon, King Agrippa, I was on the road and I saw light from heaven, brighter than the sun, blazing around me and my companions. We all fell to the ground and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? It is hard for you to kick against the goads. Then I asked, who are you, Lord? Jesus, who are you, Lord? I am Jesus whom you are persecuting, the Lord replied. Now get up and stand on your feet. I have appeared to you and appoint to you as a servant and as a witness of what you have seen and will see of me. I will rescue you from your own people and from the Gentiles. I'm sending you to them to open their eyes and turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God so that they may receive forgiveness of sins and a place among those who are sanctified by their faith in me. So then King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven first to those in Damascus, then to them in Jerusalem and all Judea and then to the Gentiles. I preached that they should repent and turn to God and demonstrate their repentance by their deeds. That is why some Jews seized me in the temple courts and tried to kill me. But God has helped me until this very day. So I stand here and I testify to small and great alike. I'm saying nothing beyond what the prophets and Moses said would happen that the Messiah would suffer. And as the first to rise from the dead would bring the message of light to his own people and to the Gentiles. At this point, Festus interrupted Paul's defense. You're out of your mind, Paul, he shouted. Your great learning is driving you insane. I'm not insane, most, elect- most excellent Festus, Paul replied. What I'm saying is true and reasonable. The king is familiar with these things and I can speak freely to him. I am convinced that none of this has escaped his notice because it was not done in a corner. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? I know you do. Then Agrippa said to Paul, do you think in such a short time you can persuade me to be a Christian? Paul replied, short time or long, I pray to God that not only you, but all who are listening to me today may become what I am, except for these chains. So beautiful. And I feel it's just like such a I've, I it's it so resonates with me because when he says who are you Lord that was my prayer to God when I met Christ which was God please reveal yourself to me I don't know who you are and um and then he said "Hadia, it's me like you know finally making the association that God was the Lord Jesus Christ it was blew my mind mm. blew my mind and then to have a similar message okay so first you know thing that God told me after he let me rest a little while was now daughter, go back to your people and bring them to me. He always, he always brings us to faith, not just for ourselves to be saved, but for everybody else
0: mm-hmm.
1: that who we're going to help bring along.
0: I um, have something bounce around in my head, but it's a, a little bit has to do with tonight's message from your Belinda. of okay. friends. Let's do it. So tonight, at your Belinda friends, we had a great message by uh, Pastor Chris Ward, who spoke uh, of Job. Yes. And his message was about how you know bad things can happen to seemingly really good people, yes. uh, people that are that live with you know uh, live as a godly wife or husband or person or what have you, and then they get cancer. Uh, his wife uh, just was recently diagnosed with breast cancer and had a double mastectomy. And now they got to wait and see if they're going to have to have radiation a bunch of stuff. And he just talked so kindly of his wife. She's just a a saintly person and uh, never has a bad thing to say about anybody and is a great mother to the children. And he talked about how he kind of lost it and got upset and cried and asked and asked God the same question that we ask when, something happens. Uh, last night we had a, a friend come on and talked about um, the death of a, a baby before it was born. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- it's so interesting that this message came after uh, mm-hmm. Wayne reaching out right. uh, in that. So I'm going to have the link for the Tomorrow's live broadcast if he's joining us tonight. So Wayne, if you're on tonight, let me know. Um, and so in this message, there's a little bit of, like, it's unbelievable. Like, how can, how can somebody like Saul become Paul like it's a, it's a it's a almost e- almost equally like it's just like why why would you use him like there, there's got to be so many other nice people walking on the planet that, that he could have used to do great things you know it's just a, a murderous man but it, it, but this one's easier to figure out because God needed to show that even the worst of the worst could become a godly man so and he was the best of the best and the best of the best at what he was doing. And at, as a Pharisee. Yes. To be able to convince the Jews. Yeah, he had everything. Yes. Right? But, it, it, but the unbelievable part still kind of exists. But the answer as to why becomes apparent once you know the power of God and what his message is. Especially Jesus being up there. And know. look at what he did. Yeah, just amazing stuff.
1: He wrote like three quarters of the
0: Bible. And so, but then I think about Job, you know, this guy that God loved and he allowed the devil to destroy his life. And
1: temporarily, temporarily,
0: but I think the great part, and I'm going to finally get to the crux of this whole thing is that Chris said, you know, that really caught my attention was that now we have to know that God's whatever it is, it's happening. No matter how horrific it is to us, there's something possibly beautiful that's going to come out of it. And you, do you think he asked us as the people you know, where they're listening to him? Do you think that if God at the time would have told Job that a, hey, in your Belinda in 2022, um, your story is going to be taught by a pastor by the name of Chris Ward, and it's going to possibly change one life, two lives, thirty lives. Right. We don't know. Over a, a two-night period, three services, he's going to use your story to, to 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 impact people about their sadness about things that happened to them. And he said, do you think Job at the time would have said, really, you destroyed my servants and killed my servants and my family so that you can give a message in your Belinda in 2022? (laughs) And he goes, see, that's why God doesn't always tell you
1: why. It wouldn't make any sense.
0: He goes, just understand the tragedy of what it is you may be going through is possibly something very beautiful. And it's just like, it'll be so hard to think of that, but it is something that again, on the lines of what I was talking about before, is that, that sometimes things just seem so unbelievable. But in the end, you can see, at least with Paul, Saul turning to Paul, that, wow, well, most of the uh, the New Testament is written by Paul, I think. Yes. Um, just this very powerful man, you know, the best of the best, uh, but also a deadly person yes. to Christians, uh, becomes one of the main. Um, characters of the bible yeah it's used, powerful hope that all kind of came together
1: absolutely uh i
0: got a couple here we got cindy oh no let's go to wayne a uh, different wayne yeah different wayne <laughs> we got wayne martins is the one i was talking to nice to see you wayne I'm glad you uh commented and said hi
1: yeah thank you wayne
0: uh what was hardcore cp
1: that's um the guy not telling you who killed Oh, uh, when you're talking about the gangbangers <laughs> and their uh, dying declarations.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Cindy says,
1: I really struggle trying to understand what's so beautiful can possibly come out of losing a spouse to cancer. I often wonder, did Job grieve the loss of his family? Oh, absolutely. When you read there's 48 books to Job and he suffered a lot. And his friends kept telling him, you must be terrible that God did all these things to you. And he went through. Various stages of grief. And the interesting thing, which Chris also expanded on tonight, which was that he kept, that he finally asked for an audience with God and said, Why? Why did you do this to me? And God never answers that question, but he went through four chapters of explaining, Where were you when I created the foundations of the earth? Where were you when I created the mountains of the animals and spent what uh, almost an entire chapter a chapter on the miracle of a hippopotamus, and he's saying that like he doesn't do anything. There is nothing random about what God does. There is nothing haphazard. There is nothing that happens by accident or without His knowledge. And so we have to take comfort in knowing that it is part of God's greater plan. And though we sometimes actually get to say, I was telling Andy, I have had so many hard sharp left turns in my life that would not have made that made no sense at the time they were happening but now make all the sense in the world and it is just having to trust the lord that he doesn't do anything to torture us and he doesn't do anything um malevolently like with bad intent that all is part of this grand master plan to glorify, you know, to bring up the body of Christ, to expand the kingdom, to bring peace and comfort to other people, to give you a word to your testimony, to bring glory to God for what he's done in your life. I mean, there's so many amazing things. And in Job's particular example, um, all of his kids were wiped out, but he had a whole bunch, he had new kids and saw their great grandkids. And I was telling Andy, like every soul that comes to the earth that lives is predestined since before the beginning of time. He's God's numbered their heads. He knew them before they were in the womb. So they have to come to earth. And at this time, Job's kids were grown by the time they were struck. So how could those new great-grandchildren come out? And God knows what they did through their genealogy. But they had to come into the world and how else could God bring them into the world and them to accomplish whatever they were set to accomplish? And remember, the ones that are killed are not spending eternity in hellfire. They will be with the Lord. So in God's economy, mm. somebody dying, though it grieves us on earth, they're going to spend an eternity in paradise. There's the They don't suffer for that. Mm. You know what I mean? We suffer the loss of them, but in God's economy, he took them to a better place.
0: Right. Wow. I have two we things just, for you. So the other day we were talking about how... Um, sin will oftentimes lead to an illness or sickness or to cancer. Um, Right. Here's a message that sometimes you get these things because God has a greater uh, purpose. Right. Absolutely. Um, Do you have any ideas on how we know the difference? I mean, obviously.
1: And like I told you, I've heard other scholars interpret that different, that, though, um, Job himself was not a sinful man. He had gotten complacent with God and that his kids were sinning and he just kind of let it happen. He funded it basically. And you know what I mean? And then just got a little bit fat and lazy. You know, he still loved the Lord. He still was a a worshiper, but he had just gotten complacent in his faith. And, um, that was a shakeup. So to me, there's I don't know. I mean, who am I to say? But I've always felt like there is some connection to sin or to a cleansing. There's some kind of readjustment that the Lord is doing in sickness.
0: And the other thing was, there's another example at our at your blender friend's church with a pastor named Jay, who's had uh, two bouts with an with an incurable brain cancer, and he keeps getting. Cured, right? And he, they, they even he used to lead the Orange campus, but now what they have him do is traveling around the United States and I think even the world in some places where he's using his testimony about right prayer uh-huh. and dedication to God and how this brain cancer, which was the, the first time he got it, we we thought for sure that he
1: was yeah, going it to was very complicated
0: um, where the where the tumor was. that was just almost yeah. inoperable, but then. Then they got it and he, he thought it was in the clear and then he got it again. And uh, then, he, then after that one, he ran a uh, Ironman <laughs> and filmed the whole thing. They filmed the documentary and, and, but there's another example. I've known Jay a long time. I've known him since he was a kid. Uh, Cause he was uh, in the kids ministry for a while. Um,
1: and maybe it's a refinement too. Hmm. So I, I will correct that. That is not necessarily sin, but it's a, a refinement that a person goes through and that, you know, God takes everybody through the fire. If they didn't have that fire before, this could be part of their refining process. Mm. You know, it's not uh, to kill them as, as God said to Satan, when he challenged Job, he's like, but you cannot kill him. First he told them you can't take his body. And then when nothing else were killing everybody else, he said, okay, I need to afflict his body. He's like, okay, you can afflict him, but you can't kill him. So even the challenges of Satan are just part of God refining us.
0: So I would encourage you guys to, uh, tomorrow uh, uh, your Belinda and Friends Church will live stream their message tomorrow. So I put the link in the comments. For those of you on the podcast, I will try to remember to put it into the description so that you guys who are ever listening a couple of days from now and maybe you'll be able to find the message. It's an I think it's a really good message it's uh chris does a great job he's our teaching pastor over at your old of friends
1: yes and, and jan especially you recently suffered the loss of your um son's longtime girlfriend and their child so it may be um a great message for you and your son as well yep
0: yep rory rory, rory Rui. Rui's on hey nice Hi, to see you i love the prayer hands again that's awesome uh Pastor Jay, the question mark, yes. I think yes, he had brain cancer. I'm not sure if you do that, but he's at twice. He got over it, uh, not over it, but he got through it and then he got it again. Uh and yes, he is a great guy. I, I love that. I love him. I've known him, like I said, for a very, very long time. And um it was um, it was fairly devastating when he, when he got when oh I'm sure he diagnosed, I mean with us, I mean, just like just like wow, Out of all the guys. <laughs> Like, why him? We have that same that same response. But now you see what he's doing with it. It's just so powerful. What he's doing with his message and the story. And she knows him too. Nice, Jan.
1: Nothing is lost in God's economy. No.
0: Nothing. All right, we got uh, Second Chronicles 6, 8.
1: But the Lord told him, you want to build the temple to honor my name. Your intention is good. But ultimately, it is Solomon who gets to build the temple, not David. This is the Lord talking to King David. And
0: then, that was the. That was yeah. All right. All right. So you'll be doing all the talking tomorrow night. No, I'm and, doing the uh,
1: cooking. What?
0: What are you talking about?
1: I'm just doing the cooking.
0: Uh, yeah. So we could uh, definitely use. Prayers for those of you that aren't coming. I know that a lot of our viewers are, are will be here tomorrow. I'm not sure if Rui's is going to be here, but uh, Rui too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where are you from, Rui? Yeah. Are you in the states? I thought he was from. No, that was the other person. Oh, that that was the other person. Yeah, let's know where you're from. Um, I know <laughs> that as a Indian name. I don't know if you're saying that as the same name or that's just a. Funny. Yeah,
0: a fun name. But prayers tomorrow for um, that God um, comes in, comes into our house and you know, speaks to people. Oh, that's Amen. our goal. Amen. He speaks to us in this house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Jen says. I'll be the quiet one in the back row. Uh, come Why? On. Yes. You can't be quiet. We won't let you. I wonder if she's like the opposite.
1: (laughs) Oh, she's just a chatty typer. Yeah. I was thinking of giving a
0: disclaimer tomorrow and say, okay, listen, we're going to have some time where each of you can share something if you like, but I, uh, as the host of this thing, I have the, the option of saying, let's wrap it up. That's because you know how some people get, they get to, they get to go out on their stories and then, Oh, and not not me. No, no, I know when to end. I could tell a story. Just ask Jan. Ask my friends.
1: Ask your friends.
0: And now my really good friend, which is Marcos, because he likes me a heck of a lot more now. <laughs> you'll take him anywhere you can get him. Yeah, just kidding. Um, but yes, I, I want the option to say, "Okay, let's," I, or I'll do this. Like this is what they tell you on television. Yeah. Yeah. Tap wrap, your watch. Wrap it up.
1: <laughs> That'll be fun to watch. Let's get to, let's get to the end. <laughs>
0: And then when I was a little kid and uh, I was on my tricycle, Uh, that's not me. uh, I'm so happy that's not me.
1: Well, I'm also excited to introduce my uh, lost coin group to our friends because I'll have a lot of friends, um, a number of friends. Hopefully they're all able to come (laughs) uh, that also are former Muslims that came to Christ and they all have a beautiful story. May not be able to hear all of their stories but uh they're amazing people so i look forward to jan and wayne and marcos being a, uh getting a chance to meet them
0: yeah yeah we have some really a lot of different personalities that are coming it's going to be really fun yes to see how everybody connects and talks yeah that'd be cool all right anything else my love on this that's all did you want to talk about the edify app yes
1: Edify is the Christian podcast network from the Christian Post, of which we are members. And we would be truly blessed if you would check out the app, subscribe to our podcast, increase our numbers, make people think that uh, you listen to us. It'd be awesome. <laughs> We'd really appreciate it. It's edifi.app. Edify.app.
0: And like I said, go to our website, resurrectministry.com. And uh, check it out, and uh, fill out anything you see. Click on any buttons, and just do what do what you do. Kate says,
1: "Oh, Kate, she's coming at the end. Sorry, uh, sorry but nine oh nine, yeah, we went on a little earlier than usual." Kate,
0: I know, Kate, this isn't easy keeping up with us. We have these, you know, we got kids, we got things going on, and we have to. We've talked about starting yeah, on a regular time. Maybe
1: we'll make it a New Year's resolution
0: with our new. Should we tell people what our new devotional is, or are we going to wait an announcement on the day? It's well, gonna be are, we gonna, are we going to be broadcasting tomorrow? Probably not tomorrow, but on the 18th when we start our new oh, devotional. Okay. We'll announce it then. As you like. I think then. I think we'll keep everybody in suspense. Okay. But we have selected one. Uh, we do think that it's um, it's, uh, it's a worthy one.
1: Yes. Nobody would ever think it's not. No. It's, it's a classic. We, we're
0: sticking with the classics, folks. <laughs> we, we apparently love the late 1800s, early 1900s. <laughs> yes. Is our thing. All right, my friends. We love you guys. Uh, God, God bless. bless. And uh, we will see you in a couple of days. And those of you that are coming, we'll see you tomorrow at yeah. our house. Take care. Bye Good
1: night. Bye.